It's worth knowing what's really going on. This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Ocean breeze, tropical beach, pina colada. You can buy an air freshener to make your car smell like you're in an oceanside paradise. Or, better yet, you can point your car toward Daytona Beach and come experience the real thing. Visit DaytonaBeach.com to discover all there is to see, do, and enjoy along the world's most famous beach. Daytona Beach, Florida. Beach on. Donald Trump has been indicted in Atlanta. We have so many court dockets to follow, but we haven't really seen anything yet. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution has covered every moment of this historic case. I've been writing about this investigation for two and a half years. Our team is led by reporters Bill Rankin and Tamar Hallerman. Follow our coverage on AJC.com and listen to new in-depth episodes of the award-winning podcast, Breakdown, the Trump Indictment, only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. This is Access Atlanta. Every week, we share some of the best places to eat, play, and live out loud in the ATL. And, of course, we go behind the scenes and find the stories that show Atlanta is one of a kind. Welcome to Access Atlanta. I'm your host, Shane Harrison. We've changed the way we do our podcast. That means we're recording it remotely from our homes, but we've also changed what we're talking about in the podcast, since we've always prided ourselves on providing guidance on things to do in and around Atlanta, and because most venues, theaters, and attractions are closed, we're going indoors, and in some cases where it's practical, outdoors to places where it's easy to practice social distancing. Travel isn't what it used to be. While some of us have resumed traveling, many are still sticking close to home while the pandemic continues. If you're missing quality travel time, travel shows can give you a taste of the world without leaving home. Revisit some of your favorite spots or take a vicarious tour through places you've never been. PBS and the Travel Channel used to be among the few options for travel TV, but with the wide array of options available now, you'll find them in many more places. This week, Rodney Ho is taking us through some of the best in travel-related television. Welcome, Rodney. Hey, Shane. So, uh, you you did a little story about uh, various travel shows, and it's like, you know, when I thought of travel shows, I always thought of, you know, PBS was one of the few places like, you know, Rick Steves and Rudy Maxa and all of those guys. I think Anthony Bourdain kind of reach, you know, he kind of changed the whole approach toward these travel shows. I mean, he brought a, a certain level of depth and personality that I don't know if anybody else can even recapture it. His death in 2018 was just so shocking because, you know, he, he you know, he brought something so special to to the equation. But obviously, right. you know, you can always watch his old episodes, but there are plenty of other options out there. And I decided to look, you know, just in streaming options uh, of which, you know, Netflix and Hulu, all these places have travel shows for you to watch. And I, I went back, you know, some older ones. I was trying to look for not just. Bourdain copycats, of which there are many, uh, you know, and, and as well as some that have n- nothing to do with food necessarily. A lot of them have food orientation uh, because that is a good entry point for anybody going to a foreign country uh, right, yeah. or, or a place they're not familiar with. Food is that common link that people can connect e- even if they don't know the language. So I think food has always been the the, the common denominator, so to speak. So many shows that, that are, you know, 
food centric, they travel as well. I was thinking of, you know, uh, Patty Hennich, who, who I love. It's like she, it's like often on her show, she'll go to a different part of Mexico and then come back and cook the food. So, I mean, that is a really great entry point for a lot of these things. I, uh, yeah, I think the closest one there, Gordon Ramsay, you know, decided to travel to different parts of the world and then try to replicate, you know, various dishes that were, you know, native to that location. So, it, it, you know, obviously it's a little bit about him and you know, a lot of these shows are egocentric to that degree. It's like if you're going to watch a Gordon Ramsay show, it's about Gordon Ramsay. This has to be the creme de la creme. National Geographic and Gordon Ramsay know the best way to connect with the world oh my Lord. is to cook with the world. Honestly, what a gorgeous place. You know, it may secondarily be about him, you know, the country at hand or the native the natives at hand. And, you know, others really try to focus more on the people and less about themselves. I think Padma Lakshmi and her show, which just came out not too long ago, um, tries to capture a little bit more about the people. I think it's called Taste the Nation with Padma Lakshmi on, on Hulu. Yeah. And she's known on Top Chef as the host. And she really tries to, I think, bring out the best in other people. Uh, you know, the, the, the one Gordon Ramsay Uncharted on Disney Plus is, is Gordon, you know. Everything that the American cuisine is today is because all these different people and different cultures contributed to it. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Oh my God. It's such a flavor explosion. The gateway to another culture often happens first through food. Ocean breeze, tropical beach. An air freshener can make your car smell like paradise. A drive to Daytona Beach will actually get you there. Beach on. Plan your trip today at DaytonaBeach.com. Phil Rosenthal, look at him. He, he was the guy who created Everybody Loves Raymond. Uh, kind of a random person. Like, I don't think anybody knows who Phil Rosenthal is until he decided to do a Netflix travel show. And he, he just loves people and he loves goofing around and, and eating food. And it's that type of personality. If you like that type of personality... You know, that's your show. If you don't, you would probably find him supremely annoying. Yeah, what's the name of his show? Somebody Feed Phil. My favorite thing to do is to taste little tastes of different things. Bambi, cocktails, crawfish, pork yeah. belly, pork cake, and pork yeah. chop. This is fantastic, people. It's so good. I can't imagine anyone not liking this except my parents. <laughs> My, do you know what that is? This is called is a, a mangosteen. A mango what? Mangosteen. It's like a Jewish mango, mangosteen. You, even by the title, you can tell this is a jokester. You know, he's obviously yeah. doing this not because he's trying to make fun of anybody there. He's mostly making fun of himself to a degree, but it's it's just like he, he brings out a level of joy about his travel, which some people may appreciate, you know, which is right. good. You know, you, you want people to be yeah. enjoying themselves when they're on the road. Yeah, it's amazing that... To think it's like I I hadn't really thought about how, you know, the the Bourdain shows that he did sort of seem to precipitate a lot of these things because you, you see so many of them. There was a, that a, Ricky Gervais did that An Idiot Abroad. Um, there was uh, what was the other? Oh, uh, 
Uh, oh, I mean, there's there's one with Zac Efron, of all people, you know, doing a, yeah. an environmentally related travel show. So it's very self-indulgent in some ways. And it's like, OK, if you want to learn about the environment, why not learn it from Zac Efron? Food, water and energy are all the main staples for modern life. Guys, we're going to Paris. We're going to meet some top eco innovators. This is the community fart bag. This is the community fart Got it. bag. Burns like the Olympic torch. Yeah. We have to open our minds. Otherwise, we don't survive. Yeah, I've actually seen some of that and it's it's really not a bad show i mean it's it's no i think they really try to educate to a degree i mean it's a balance between entertainment and some education thrown in and if you want to be educated in that way it's it's a fairly fairly painless way of doing so because i mentioned an idiot abroad and these these sort of fish out of water travel shows like that uh, there are some of those. I know uh, Jack Whitehall, the British actor, he, do, he does one with his father. I think that's about to launch. I'm not even sure where that's um, where that's streaming. But, you know, there's so many of these things. It's it's amazing to think that, you know, there was a time where you, you wouldn't see that many travel shows. But I guess and, and look, it's easier to do so. I mean, pre pandemic, obviously, you know, if you're an American right now, uh, your travel is going to be mostly domestic at this stage. <laughs> you ain't going yeah. anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> we are our passport is fairly useless for most of the world at this very moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's if you can't drive there, a lot of people aren't going. I guess. So. Yes, um, you know some some of these shows are are domestic. You know, I think Padma's show is. You know, I think the first season was just in the United States, so it, it can be yeah. done. I think for some people, there may be some they might garner some joy watching these shows. Other people might just feel vaguely sad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I, there there is something comforting still about uh, you know seeing those places that you long to go uh you know you may never go to some of them and uh oh of course it's funny i I watched several of these shows and for some reason a lot of them landed in morocco and i know i'm probably never going to be in morocco that is just not a first place it's it looks fascinating though but it's not necessarily the first place i think of if i'm going to go overseas but it still looks amazing yeah yeah that's true i i and, and but i also love you know revisiting places that 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 i've been before it's like i i think that's those are some of the travel shows that I've I've loved the most is when I, you know, they go somewhere where I've been and you can say, oh, I was there. I was there. You know, people love to do that. <laughs> That's true. I, I, you know, I tried to find a variety and one interesting one was, you know, Ellen Page, uh, the actress uh, did something just focused on the OB- LGBTQ community in different countries. Yeah. And I thought that was an interesting yeah. take on, on travel, kind of peeking behind the lens of that world that a lot of people who may be traveling have no idea about. What's a gaycation? A gaycation can be many things. It's a collection of experiences that can be inspiring, can be emotional, can be scary. People will hurt you and yell. And Ian and I have this opportunity to travel the world and to meet people and hear their stories. And if we can film that, if we can be truthful to their experiences, Maybe it will bring a little change. I've seen snippets of that too, and I know you know they they went to some places where you know it, being being gay was still it was illegal even you know and and uh, or, or is certainly frowned upon. So you know it's it's interesting to to see how how that's different in different places in the world. Absolutely. So yeah, so uh, were there were there some others that uh, we didn't mention? One was uh, a sweet one on Netflix called "The Kindness Diaries." Uh, Leon Logothetis, he's a former London broker, and he basically just got on a motorbike and traveled around the world. I think at season two, which is available on Netflix, he was in a vintage yellow lovebug beetle, 
and he traveled from Alaska to Argentina in a tiny love bug beetle with no money. He, he just had to, uh, his goal was to try and just live off strangers' kindness. And, you know, obviously it's not a perfect experiment because he had a camera with him. So I, I have a feeling a lot of people approach are like, oh, he's doing a TV show. I, it, would I look like a jerk if I said no to him? <laughs> you know? Right, right. And, and he's a rich guy. And, and of course, there's a, a, you know, people didn't know, but, you know, he would reward them with some sort of prize of, of money or a gift of some sort for being kind to him. So that's that that's right. a, a much kinder, gentler version of travel. So it's it's a stunt. It's a stunt show in a sense, but very sweet if you if you like that type of approach toward. Yeah. Well, that's really interesting. I mean, it's it's I, I love love the thought that, uh, you know, there is still that kindness of strangers thing going on that. Yeah, and that's why I love I love some of the travel shows that that do that tend to look for places that are you know not in the touristy section of town or you know it's like you know unfortunately sometimes I guess when when they do take you to those places they they may become a little more well known just simply because they're featured on a TV show but oh uh, I, I'm sure uh, no doubt I, I think uh, Claremont Lounge certainly got more popular after uh, Anthony oh, yeah. Bourdain. Uh, brought uh, Alton Brown there, which was one yeah. of the funniest uh, episodes ever. <laughs> uh, was there anything else we missed that uh, you talked about? Um, you know, I think we I think we covered most of them. Uh, you know, D- David Chang is a very popular chef. He he uh, he did a, a little mini series where he hung out with a bunch of celebrities and did kind of celebrity interviews in random, like you know, in different places. I guess with, I, I like Seth Rogen because. Um, they actually uh, ended up in Seth Rogen's hometown of Vancouver, and he, like Seth, showed David his, you know, some of his favorite spots around Vancouver, and and that was actually kind of nice, and it humanized uh, Seth Rogen quite a bit from that perspective. It's like hugely multicultural, and the food's like amazing. That's one of the best things I've ever tasted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love that. That's, I, I like that idea of, you know, the celebrities taking us somewhere where, you know, they grew up or, you know, places where they know they know things that, you know, you might not know. It's a lot more interesting than, than sitting at a talk show and, and promoting their movie or something. It just gave yeah. you a different look at Seth Rogen, you know. Yeah, yeah. It gives you an insight into their life and into their town. I love it. Awesome. Well, um, well, thanks so much for talking about some of these travel shows and and. Um, you can see Rodney's story online. Yeah, if you want to know exactly where each of these shows and the names of their titles, I, I think I was remiss in yeah. like, uh, I think uh, the David Chang one's called Breakfast, Lunch, and Dinner. I, I've been not very good about identifying these specific titles here every time. Yeah, as you mentioned, they're on various uh, uh, streaming platforms. It's like Hulu, Disney Plus, uh, Netflix, Netflix uh, yeah. Hulu. Yeah. So yeah, just go and check out Rodney's story on the Radio and TV Talk blog on AJC.com. Um, and that will tell you where to find all of these shows. Uh, and uh, you can also read up on all the things that Rodney tells us about TV and radio here locally and, uh, and elsewhere. There's nothing normal about our new normal, but AJC.com is the same trusted source you've always had. And we have just as much great content, if not more. That's why each week I'll highlight my personal picks for the best things to do, see, and experience. And the stories are easy to find on AJC.com. A new Netflix game show, Sing On, tries to quantify the quality of karaoke 
in a way that is more scientific and enables them to score singers who could win as much as $60,000. Despite the competitive nature of the shows, it's marked by a joyous atmosphere. The show is hosted by Titus Burgess, the Athens native best known for his role as the eccentric and self-centered Titus Andromedon on Netflix's comedy Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Rodney Ho spoke with Burgess about the show, and you can find his interview on the radio and TV talk blog at AJC.com. The calendar will tell you it's fall, but you don't need a calendar to know that. You can feel it in the air, and that means colorful autumn leaves are coming. If you're thinking about taking in some of that colorful scenery, whether it's close to home or a short drive away, we have some suggestions. You'll find our look at 10 places to take in nature's colorful show at AJC.com. If you've missed live theater, you'll be happy to know it's slowly returning. It means that local theater companies have to get creative, though. Among the companies venturing back into live performances is Legacy Theater. Co-founding Legacy Artistic Director Mark Smith has already put to use roughly two acres of lawn surrounding the existing theater building in the Fayette County community of Tyrone for a pair of musicals this summer. Now they're staging the musical review, John Denver and other great storytellers. Take a look at our review of the show at AJC.com's Things to Do page. More and more restaurants are venturing back into dine-in service on a limited basis, but some are still relying heavily on takeout. The AJC's dining team continues to explore some of the best in takeout with the Atlanta Orders In feature, which you'll find in print in the living section most weekdays. One of the places they recently visited is the second location of Food Terminal in West Midtown. The Chamley Food Terminal remained open for takeout throughout the pandemic, but they closed the Marietta Street store for about two months to implement some new products and processes. Now customers can purchase and pay using a single platform, the restaurant's website. This applies to dine-in, takeout, and delivery. For sit-down guests, it eliminates the need for physical menus and minimizes staff interaction. Read up on all of the places the team has visited on the Atlanta Restaurant Scene blog at AJC.com. To get the AJC delivered or to subscribe to the e-paper, go to AJC.com slash subscribe. For more things to do in and around Atlanta, go to AJC.com. Our senior editor is Nicole Smith. Podcast edited by Bria Felicien. Music by Bo Emerson and Billy Guen. And I'm your host, Shane Harrison. Join us next week for more Access Atlanta. Ocean breeze, tropical beach, pina colada. You can buy an air freshener to make your car smell like you're in an oceanside paradise. Or, better yet, you can point your car toward Daytona Beach and come experience the real thing. Visit DaytonaBeach.com to discover all there is to see, do, and enjoy along the world's most famous beach. Daytona Beach, Florida. Beach on. I'm Ernie Suggs, race and culture reporter for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. And I'm Ned Ravone, lifestyle columnist. Atlanta has been known as the Black Mecca for so many years, but that means something different to everybody. It means everything to me. I've been living here for 24 years, and I am still amazed at how rich the city's Black culture continues to grow. 
Every day I wake up, I learn something new. Well, you all can learn something new by subscribing to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution's new newsletter called Unapologetically ATL. It's all about the people, the events, and the entertainment happening in Metro Atlanta that Black people might want to know about. Like historically Black colleges and universities. Atlanta's thriving art scene. And the city's growing neighborhoods. Wherever you live, we want to hear from you. We want to hear what issues are important to you. So subscribe today at www.ajc.com slash unapologetically ATL. Only from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Oh,